Today we are on the introduction and I want to welcome everyone who is watching online. Thank you for joining us uh, as we have this good time in the Word of God. The book of Esther and today we are on the introduction. I, I don't think we are going to finish the introduction in this session. Uh, most likely we'll finish our introduction next week. Um, one thing that stood out for me when I was going through the book of Esther is that God is a way maker. Uh, throughout the book, I, I just picked up one thing, God is a way maker. Just to give a bit of background of, of the book, um, it's not very clear who wrote the book of Esther. Some people think it is Mordecai, some people think some parts of it were written by Esther. But all that doesn't really matter. What is very important is to know that it was inspired by God. And um, the setting of the book, it was in, in Persia. And during that time, there was a king called Ahasuerus, who was the king of uh, Persia. And it is believed that these guys, who the Jews that we find in the book of Esther, were the ones who did not go out when the team of Ezra and Nehemiah went. You know, the first batch is the batch that went, um, and we find that batch in the book of Ezra. Then we 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 find the second batch uh, going with you know Nehemiah, and that is the batch that then helped in the rebuilding of of the temple which uh, later on became known as the temple of Zerubbabel and then there is a group that is believed that it left I mean it stayed when everybody else left and this is the group uh, where we see Esther Mordecai and the other guys and um, so the setting is is not Israel the setting is uh, Persia that's where it was that is the setting. This is where everything is happening. And most of it is happening in the court, the royal court of the king, Ahasuerus. That's where this whole thing is, is taking place. Now, interesting facts about the book of Esther. The book of Esther is one of the two books in the Bible that were named after women. Uh, the first one being the book of Ruth and then Esther being the second one. This is something that was quite unusual in those days. Remember uh, in the Gospels when Jesus was multiplying bread, you know, the Bible says there were 5,000 men and the next time when he did the same miracle, there were 4,000 men. Uh, women were not being counted. Um, children were not being counted. Uh, again, when they crossed the the Red Sea when the deliverance took place you only hear the mention of men and uh, women are not mentioned uh, because the the culture of the time remember it is the culture of the time it has nothing to do with God so it's not like the God of the Old Testament or the or God in the Old Testament did not have regard for women nor it is the culture because remember God is working with the people we have their own culture. God is working with the people who are living in, in, you know, in a certain time where people are doing things differently and there are different traditions uh, in, in that setting. So it has nothing to do with God, but it has everything to do with you know, the culture of the time. Uh, so very unusual in that setting uh, to have a book named after a woman. Uh, if women were not even, you know, counted and they were not even given any inheritance until those certain ladies, uh, girls, were only girls had to bring their case. I'm sure, um, yes, they had to bring their case and, and argue that, look, we don't have an inheritance, um, we are not married, our father died, he did not have sons, we should also have an inheritance. So it just shows you, um, you know, how women were treated. That why, that's why it was very exciting now in the New Testament when Paul came up and says there is no female, no male. You know, it was, it was wow, no female, no male. You know, in the outer court, you would find, you know, there was 
a special place for women. And they were not to mingle with, with men. Now you come into the New Testament. Now Paul says, all of us, we have access to the same God. You know, that was so beautiful. So uh, this is one thing that you need to understand about the book of Esther. It is unusual because it is named after a woman. And not only is um, it named after the woman, but she is also one of the main characters that you find in the book, just like in the book of, of Ruth. That's the first thing. The second thing that is quite unusual about the book of Esther is that it is one of the two books, the other one being the book of uh, Songs of Solomon, uh, where you don't find the name of God mentioned from the very first verse to the last verse. You don't find the name God in the book of Esther. Uh, even if you read it the other way and the other way, um, you don't find the name God in the book of Esther. Quite unusual to have a book included in the canon of scriptures and yet there is no mention of God. That's where I'm going to be dwelling today. No mention of God in the book of Esther. You know, for some of you it is a surprise. Well, you thought God was all over in the book of Esther. You're right. God is all over in the book of Esther, but his name is not mentioned in the book of Esther. So the question is, how then did the book of Esther then got into the Bible? If there is no mention whatsoever of the name of God, how come those who sat down uh, to decide uh, on the canon of scripture, how come they included the book of Esther in the Bible? You know, this is, you know, something that is fascinating, very interesting. And I'm sure as we are going to go through, you will have a better understanding why uh, it was included in the canon of scripture. So uh, when we are talking about the canon of scriptures, the word canon, you know, comes from the Greek word canon. All right. The only difference is that it starts with a K, the English starts with a C, um, which means uh, read or measurement. It means a read or measurement. So when we are talking about the canon of scriptures, we're talking about because the Bible did not fall from heaven as the Bible. Remember, it was written by different men who, who lived in different times, uh, different dispensations, uh, different backgrounds, different cultures. You will find there is an Amos there who says, I was no prophet, no son of a prophet. You will find uh, there is a Moses there uh, who has got a different story altogether, you know, how God called him. And he's writing, you know, the first five, the Pentateuch. And you find Joshua who is taking over, he's writing something. Um, so they were not being, you know, put together as they were being written, you know, saying this is now, we're putting together the Bible. All these people are writing different stories, um, you know, with their revelation as God revealed, different places, different times, different backgrounds. Fishermen also wrote, tax collectors also wrote. You, you find the educated guys, you find the ones who were not educated, uh, you find doctors like Luke writing, you, you find common men, you know, like Mark writing the Bible. So all these people, they're writing in different settings at different times. So there had to be men who would come down now and say, well, of all that has been written, the scrolls that we have, uh, what is it that makes the cut? What is it that fits into, you know, the, the books that are inspired that we can call the Bible? All right, you following me? Um, so now they had to use a measurement, they had to use um, the read, the canon to say what meets the standard of what is inspired by God. Now they did, these guys who sat down, you know, first they sat down, you know, dealing with the Old Testament, then, you know, a certain group of people sat down dealing with the New Testament, okay? Now when they did this, and, and, and said, well, these are the books that, that, that obviously qualify. They, they had a number of, the, number of scrolls that you know, they had that they had to pick from. Okay? They had a number of scrolls. You know, remember there is a book, was it, was it um, who said that? I can't remember who said that. Uh, who said, is it not written in the book of, what's that book? 
Enoch, no, is it Enoch or Josh, something like that. Um, yeah, it's not in my notes. Is it not written? So they are making reference to another book which is not in the Bible, but it is a book that is, you know, contains the history. So you, you, you find that there were so many of these books. I hope you're following me and you're getting, you know, where I'm going. There's so many of these books. So these men have to sit down, led by the Spirit of God, to then say which of the many books meet the standard. And what are some of the things that they were looking at? Number one, was the book written by a prophet? Right? Uh, this book that we're dealing with, was it written by a prophet? An apostle? That is one who walked with Jesus? Or by someone who knows or who was close to the one who was walking with Jesus? Alright? And they were also looking at factors like... Um, Is it histori historically in line with what happened? Right? They're not only looking at whether it was a prophet, but does it fit? And does it in itself um, speak of its divine inspiration on its own does it claim does the book on its own claim to be inspired by god does it claim to be inspired by god all right and you know you're looking at words like that saith the lord um why i'm saying this is is for you to understand why esther becomes so important because it was not written by a prophet right it was not written by a prophet he does not claim any inspiration from god but yet for some reason it it was able to meet the standard all right so when i was doing this you know someone said something very very interesting uh this is jay parker in in his book god speaks to men he says um the church no more gave us the new testament canon right than say than say isaac newton gave us the force of gravity god gave us gravity by his work of creation and similarly he gave us the new testament canon by inspiring the individual books that make it up now this is important now why is it important it is important to know that the men who sat down and say these are the books that make the cut they are not the ones who inspired but what they simply did they simply recognized what god had already done so when newton said there is the law of gravity he is not the one who created the law of gravity he only acknowledged what was already done what god already had done and established so these men are not trying to influence the process but they are being led by god to identify what he already inspired as god are you following me so these books that are in our bibles they were not given to us by men they were given to us by god that's why the book says all scripture is given by inspiration and is profitable and by scripture it means both the old and the new testament praise the lord are you with me so now let's go deeper now in the whole canon thing and the book of esther this is what blessed me when i was going through this so i'm looking at all this and i'm looking at the book of esther then as i'm reading i realized that there was actually um some disagreements you know what should the book of esther be in or should it not be in now after all those disagreements they then looked at it and realized look this book has to be in the bible it meets every criteria it was inspired by god despite the fact that there is no mention of god in the book but this book was inspired by god that's amazing 
Why? Why, why do we say it's amazing? Because some of you here, you thought God was in the book of Esther. The name God was written in the book of Esther. Why? Because you see God in the book of Esther. Even though his name is not mentioned in the book, but yet his hand is evident everywhere in the book of Esther. His name is not mentioned, but you cannot deny his presence. His presence is there from the very beginning of the book to the very end of the book. There are other books, you know, the Roman, Roman Catholic Bible has got what they call Apocrypha. Right? This is an edition of 13 books uh, that you find between Malachi and, and Matthew. They have Apocrypha there. Now, the confusion in Apocrypha is amazing. Alright? There is a lot of confusion. If you read the Apocrypha, it will tell you then Jesus, when he was a small boy, he was making, he, he made the beds, you know, from the whatever, and then the beds started flying, you know, a whole lot of stuff. Um, there is a lot of confusion. It does not gel. The Apocrypha does not gel with the message of the entire Bible. Remember, we say the Bible is written by these different guys, different places, different time frames, you know, when they wrote different dispensations, but yet its message is one. But if you read now the Apocrypha, you begin to see that there is a lot of confusion that the Apocrypha gives to the entire message that you find in the Bible. And as such, it failed to meet the cut. Only some Roman Catholic guys thought, well, let's put it in there. And the good thing is that the Apocrypha itself does not even claim that it is inspired of God. But there's a lot of mention of the word God mentioned in the Apocrypha. God, 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 God. I'm sure you're enjoying this. If you're not, well, it's not my problem. It means you're not getting this. But you are. If not, you enjoy as we go. Okay. Now, let me give you a bit of... Uh, further background so that you understand this I'm sure by now you know that I watch a lot of uh, well not not really a lot now one day we had a meeting at our house with my kids and everyone and we, we sat down and we're like okay let's have a family meeting and let's just discuss about stuff that you don't like um, well we told them what we didn't like about what they were doing then at the end I said well you tell us what tell me what you don't like about what we do and the first thing was, um, well, you wake up in the morning, you go into your office, and we see you in the evening. So we don't like that. Says, okay, I'll change. And the second thing says, we don't like the fact that you watch news. news. So we don't want you to watch news. I said, okay, fine, we'll change. And the last, well, there are a number of them, but the last that I'm going to say to you now says you you watch crime tv so people will be shooting each other we don't like that so i said i'll change and i've changed definitely i've changed i have not watched that uh, in a long time now but this is what i got when i used to watch it <laughs> all right so if you know when you watch crime tv you you know i've i've also been a, uh, we have been a victims of crime at some point People broke into our house uh, when we were still staying in Cape Town. We reported the case to the police and they told us, well, the forensic guys are coming. And when they come, what they are going to be doing, they are going to take fingerprints. So please don't, don't make sure that you don't touch the windows and, and all that so that we, we, you know, we take the prints. Eventually they came and, and they took the, the prints. So this is what you find, you know, when you watch crime TV, the first thing that those investigators do when they get to the crime scene, they secure the crime scene. And after securing the crime scene, they take their you know, forensic staff and they begin to check for fingerprints, to check for evidence, any form of evidence. It can be you know, fingerprints, it can be DNA. All they are doing is to try and see who was present. Although they are not there, but who was present. you get that who was here we want to determine who 
who came here who touched what who did what so they collect that evidence and they go and examine the evidence and see and sometimes they run if they already have prints in their database they run those prints against what they already have in their database and when there is a match they know that this is the one or this is the person who broke into that house are you following this so this is how they solve cases a lot of cases have been solved because of the dna evidence right when your dna is run against whatever is in the system um then they're able to say well you are the one or they collect your dna run it with what they collected from the crime scene then they determine easily that you are the person who committed the crime okay so this is exactly what i used as i was looking at the book of esther and what the guys who sat down to determine whether esther should be looked at what he did in the five books of moses the pentateuch and they saw what he did in other books the historical books and what he said about him in the prophets now when they came to the book of esther they realized that although his name is not mentioned in the book but they can see the prince of god it was him who walked throughout the book so there was no way of denying the existence of god and denying that it was god breathed and denying that god was at the center of the whole book because his prince was were all over and they are all over the book of esther are you saying this so the name was not there but his person is there all right his person is there you can actually sit down and say well god it is god who did this it is god who did this why because we know from time past and different things that we have experienced and different things that we have seen that it is him there was no one who could have done this except the lord praise god so i wrote here his acts are clear in every page his presence permeates every scene in the book of esther you see the presence of the lord his fingerprints are all over he is paving the way and promoting the captives he's defending his people he's answering prayers he is judging the unjust right although you cannot see his name mentioned but yet you cannot deny that he walked through every page of the book of esther you can't deny that So other people they say he was working behind the scenes but i i differ with that he was not working behind the scenes he was actually on the forefront people were the ones working behind the scenes while god was doing the leading he was the one who was controlling everything yes in the physical it may appear as if he was working behind the scenes but who are we to go by the physical when we are dealing with the god who is spiritual he is a spiritual god and we begin to see i mean we see whether he was operating behind or on the forefront if we check in the spirit in the realm of the spirit god was not working behind the scenes he was actually on the forefront making sure that everything falls into place praise the lord now look at uh, exodus chapter 32 verse number four exodus chapter 32 verse number four it says and he received the gold from their hand and he fashioned it with an engraving tool and made a molded calf then they said all right remember the story aaron the children of israel says you know make us a god moses has taken too long in the mountain so he took their gold fashioned it with engraving tool and molded a calf then they said this is your god o israel that brought you out of the land of egypt this is your god and he is the one who brought you out of the land of egypt they have just made a god a god out of their jewelry their gold their silver 
and now they are saying this is your god and he is the one who took you out of israel of egypt that sounds interesting right he's the one who took you out now there are so many people who have claimed to be the ones who who committed crimes a person can just come and says i'm the one who shot him now investigators don't just say well oh he said he's the one who shot him so he's the one let's lock him up they want to hear your story and try and check whether your story fits into what has happened and what they collected on the crime scene so when they check your story and you say well how many times did you shoot him i shot him once and yet the person was shot three times they, they don't take your word for it they say well this guy probably there's something wrong with him he's not the one they don't lock you up they 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 send you away or maybe send you for psychiatric evaluation because evidence has to be there apart from confession evidence has to be there come on there has to be evidence that collaborates what you are saying if you say i am the one who committed this crime i'm the one who who stole and yet your fingerprints are not there the, the fingerprints are saying something else they run your prints they see your prints are not of they're not matching with the one who was there they will let you go they won't lock you up if they're doing proper proper work why because it's a lie now look at what is happening here a golden calf is met it said this is your god and he is the one who delivered you from egypt israel this is your god now how can it be that the god that we have now built and created after we have crossed the red sea when we are already out of egypt how can he be the one who delivered us out of egypt even if you want to sell that story and make it real but the prince don't show the prince uh, they, they don't show that he was there you know he's not the one because when we crossed the red sea we did not see this god he was not with us when we were in egypt so it doesn't matter how many times you want to try and push the narratives that it is your god who delivered you deep down you know that it will fail when the prince are to be run so although the apocrypha claims and, and and says god 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 but when they ran the prince they realize that god is not a god of confusion the confusion in these books it cannot be god although they claim i've met people who say well the book that i wrote you know like you know you know book 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 like no not book book the book that i wrote you know god inspired me to write this book it is god breathed you know and the next thing there is now a second edition of what was god breathed third edition of what what god breathed there's a mistake in what god breathed there's confusion in what god breathed it is not connecting whatsoever with scripture in what then we know that the finger prints of god they are not there in the book So we don't just take that okay because you know god then we say god like a lot of people saying well i had a dream and i realized that it was god who sent the pandemic we look for the fingerprints of god it doesn't matter whether you went to heaven and you saw something in heaven after you come back because when you are talking to us you are no longer talking to us to, to us from heaven you are now with us and we have not been to heaven all we have is the bible and the fingerprints of god we listen to your story we run the prince against what the word of god already says to determine whether what you saw in heaven is in line with what is there and if there is confusion we tell you that the prince of god don't match with your story so my brother you were in an imaginary heaven not the heaven of god so we don't take your word for it we don't take your experience for it 
if you say then i had this awesome experience if that experience is not in line with the word of god because that's where we see the prince of god that's where we see the prince of god and if someone comes and they don't they tell their story come on they tell their story and they don't even mention the name of jesus while we are seated there we are running with the jesus of the bible and we begin to see that although they did not mention the name of jesus but it is that their testimony has got jesus all over jesus is written all over their testimony it was him doing it even if you claim it was you like those guys says it is your god that delivered you out of egypt even if you claim that it was you it was your wisdom when we run the prince we realize that you are like that other god that you have created but the one who actually did this it is the god of our lord jesus christ the father of our lord jesus christ these are his prince praise god so it is not what what he said now listen to to, to the to some of the prince of god matthew chapter 5 verse 45 matthew 5 45 that you may be children of your father in heaven he causes his son his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous are you seeing what he's doing he is not only doing it to the righteous and to the good but he is doing it to the righteous and good why because it is in his nature praise god it is in his nature that's his dna now when you get this church just this background you and look at yourself and look at your life you should be able to see every experience that you've gone through and see the fingerprints of god all over can you see the prince of god can you see the prince of god all over your life not not i read this scripture in matthew chapter 5 to show you that if you look for the fingerprints of god you will see them not only from the time you became born again you will see them when you were unjust when you were evil if you are to run your experiences even when you did not know him you realize that he was good to you so god did not start being good to you because you became born again god was good to you when you were not born again when you did not know him when you were without strength when you were weak god was present when you even thought it was you and when you ran the prince you realize it was not me it was not me i'm not that smart it was not me you find a person saying you know when i was driving we were almost involved in an accident then i just did you know like this i i reacted in a split second you know i thought then we avoided the accident my brother if you check the prince properly you check if you check properly you see the dna of god you see that there is one who delivers who was working behind the steering you did not see it but he was present you did not see him but he was all over his angels were guiding his angels were guarding his angels were protecting you praise god so my question today is can you see him where he is not mentioned where his name is not mentioned if it was you sitting down deciding on which book qualifies to be in the bible and you see the book of esther and there's no name of god written in in it were you going to say 
I vote for this book to be in the Bible. It is inspired of God. Were you going to say, yes, Esther, it is God who wrote this. Now, how do you know if you are going to say that? Are you also able now to look into your life and begin to see that he has been there throughout? He has been there. Um, I looked at this during the course of the week and I had time. You know, I took a walk, I had time to pray, I had time to meditate, I had time to reflect on my own life and, and try and see the fingerprints of God. Because sometimes we, we forget, sometimes we, we brush things and we just say, well, it was me, there it was me. And we forget that God has always been present in us and with us. Can you see? His presence in your life. Before you say, God, why have you not been good to me? Can you see from what he has already done? You know, I looked at myself. I looked at my life. I looked at my family. And God started bringing a number of things to my remembrance. And, you know, I remembered when our baby, you know, Jessica, was in hospital little girl you know infant then and my wife had been with her for a couple of days and you know i i went to see my wife i think i was coming from church and my wife said to me you know what we need to come out of this place and i said i agree with you our daughter has been in hospital for a bit and i think you know we, we need to go and the doctor came and he, he said us he set us down and explained to us how damaging it was if we were going to take Jessica from hospital without going through all the procedures that she was supposed to go through and how her brain was going to be damaged all her life if we were to make that decision and we agreed with my wife and we said you know what our daughter is healed she doesn't need anybody to tell us that she is healed we are taking her out and they made us sign forms and we signed those forms and we saying we are going with her she is whole now when you look at that god was reminding me and said then it was not you it is my prince all over look at your daughter now look how sharp she is her brain is okay she is normal everything is okay with her these are the prince of god what god does You know the story of Matipa, she fell when she was three months, hit the congregate. Pew. And God says, I've put everything back into place. The Prince of God. If you look into your life as you're seated there, you can actually see the Prince of God, the, the work of God. And you are able to say, he has been with me all this while. He has been working in my life all this while. When they told me I'm going to die with this disease, look at me right now. They told me you've got five months to live. Look at me right now. It's beyond five months. I'm still strong. I'm still healthy. The Prince of God. Are you able to see God in your story? You are not a woman of God. They say you are not a man of God. You are not a woman of God. You may not be all that, that is fancy. But you know what? His prints are all over your life. His work all over your life. How he provides for you. You need to be able, when you sit down on your table and you are having your meal, your meal must have the fingerprints of God. As you look at your meal, you see the goodness of the Lord. You know, some of you here have got amazing stories. Now, nobody there, when he came, he stayed under the bridge. But now he owns a company, he is driving cars, he's employing people. If you cannot see the Prince of God in your life, where you will be able to say, you know what, even if everybody else tells me, God does not love me, but on my own, as I look at my own life, I can see and I'm assured of the Prince of God. These are the fingerprints of God. This is the hand of God. 
there is no man who can do this i was not smart enough to do this it can only be god then you put yourself you don't wait for anybody but you put yourself together with the heroes of faith in the book of hebrews chapter number 11 and you say i'm also there because by faith by faith my meals were provided for by god by faith i survived by faith my children are fed by faith my children wake up every morning and go to school by faith it has been god who has been sustaining and i can see the fingerprints of god and i don't need anybody to tell me god is with me i can boldly and confidently stand god is on my side canon of scriptures this missed the standard <laughs> my life missed the standard my life can preach my life is the light that shines in darkness my life on its own just be being alive the relationships that god saved you from look at yourself not many of you were wise look at yourself if you run what god has done in your life you run everything everything you realize that you did not need money in order for you to live because he sustained you when you did not have money no 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 you did not need everything how god connected you with people at the right time how god connected you with people at the right season you look at it and say you know what i was not clever enough to meet this one and meet that one it is god who connected me when i look i say this standard of god has been met my life is a reflection of the goodness and the faithfulness of god i've got a testimony testimonies is not only when god gives you five billion he says now i have a testimony i'm telling you everything about you is a testimony when daddy makes the coat of many colors there is a testimony <laughs> when they throw you in the pit and one of them picks you out there is a testimony you can see the fingerprints when you were sold to the ishmaelites you can see the testimony why were you not sold to another people another group of people why the ishmaelites wow god you placed me at the right place so that i'm sold to the ishmaelites there is a testimony there is no person that you have ever met in your life who is useless god has been putting you in places and connecting all the dots that's what you find in the book of esther vashiti is dethroned and the following day there's a beauty pageant wow it is you god i see your prince <laughs> i'm a slave girl but i see your prince when i heard the story that vashiti is no longer the queen i thought it was just a story for the guys for the locals i didn't know that your prince were all over it and you were already setting up uh, a story for me you were already preparing a throne for me in order for me to be a queen in a place where i'm a foreigner god i see your fingerprints you were here it cannot be denied when they come and say you he was not here i run the prince and say you you were here lord <laughs> it is you when they try to convince me it is by my power and my strength that i'm still standing i'll tell them you don't know who was here i checked i could not find my fingerprints it cannot be my education it cannot be myself when i ran the prince god is guilty he was here he was here he was here in my marriage otherwise i would not be where i am today i can see his prince all over i see his prince anyway do you sometimes think i don't know about you but i think about these things you know david did so when he sat down he says god who am i in my father's house where am i you could have chosen that other house and chosen that other house and chosen that other house who am i 
Is it because, well, I'm determined? Well, you are. Because if you check behind that determination, there's a fingerprint of one who lives in you. It says, in him we live, in him we walk, in him we have our beings. After crossing Jordan, I don't think those are the, the fingerprints. Don't see the fingerprints of the guys carrying the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Come on. Because, because the Ark in... The ark did not step on the water. The ark did not feel the water. It was the priest who stepped onto the water and it became dry. You cannot see physically the ark on the water. You see the priest on the water. Lest you think is the priest. I want you to put a memorial after you have crossed a reminder that it was not the guys who stepped on the water but it was what they had on their hands if you look in the natural you may not see the evidence but when you look in the spiritual you see the prince all over that it was what was carried if you look at it you it, it will appear as if it was you who just moved your car but if your eyes are to be opened, you realize you're not that smart enough to react in a split of a second to make a decision. Because every time you make decisions, you are slow in your making of decisions. You doubt your making of decisions. How come this time around you just made a decision in the split of a second? It was not you. I can see the Prince of God. So when I look at the book of Esther, I celebrate the men and the women who sat down and says, we see him. Even where he is not mentioned, he is there, he is present. You cannot deny that it was God. We look at all those details. It was God <laughs> who favored Esther. It was God who said to Mordecai, tell her to conceal her identity. Let her not mention anything about where she comes from. It was God because God knew there was going to be a Haman who, who wants to, to kill and destroy. But I'm putting my own in the palace. It was God. It was God. I don't know about you, but I see him every day. When I wake up in the morning, ready to face a new day, even if I don't mention his name. But his presence is evident in my life. It cannot be denied. It cannot be denied. It cannot be denied. That God is with me. It cannot be denied. I can't deny it myself. Even if I am tempted to. But I can't. I can't. There is so much evidence. To show that he is with me. Even in prison. The Bible says, and God was with Joseph. <laughs> it cannot be denied. Do you know some of you, you've got diseases in your body, as I'm speaking now. And, and with that disease in your body, do you know that there are other people who got sick of the very same disease? In no time they were gone. Why, why do you think you still have the disease and you're still alive? <laughs> if, it is, if it is not the prince of God. I see him. I see him. So what we're going to find in the book of Esther, we're going to find a present God who is making a way for the weak and he is showing himself so strong that when you read it you cannot even tell that you did not read or you did not see the name God because he is everywhere in the book we are going to see him we are going to see Jesus from the very first chapter his presence in the book We'll see him present.
our ever-present help in the time of need. Church, if you train your eyes and train yourself to run the prince, the fingerprints, you will see that it has been God. Psalms 138 verse 7 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes. With your right hand, you serve me. I see you. Always present. He's always faithful. Please stand. I'm only smart because God is in me. I'm only strong because He's my strength. I'm still standing only because He is a steady God. A mona God, faithful God. He who is in a set office, he whose hands are never tired or weak, always steady. And as long as he is steady, I know victory is guaranteed. Lord, I pray that you teach each and every one of us to see you even where your name is not mentioned. Lord, I pray that we see you even in the very little and smallest of blessings. Lord, I pray that we see you even when we are weak at our weakest. Lord, I pray that we see you Involved in different accidents, but yet you preserved our lives. Lord, we see your prince. Before this service, Lord, a couple of days ago, I spoke to you and I told you that as I go to church on Sunday, I'm not going to preach, but I'm just going there to celebrate you. Not to be theologically sound. When I say it, it's not really for me, it's not going to be about the people in the audience, but I'm just going to come on Sunday to celebrate your faithfulness because I can see your prince. And my prayer was that you help each and every one of us to see that it is only by your grace this is what Paul says he says I do not deserve to be an apostle and a minister of the grace of God because I persecuted the church but it is only by your grace that I have been able to labor more than they were. Some of us were told, some of your people were told they would never have children. But look at your fingerprint.
we sit down with our families on the table, we see the fingerprints of God. Lord, this morning I just came to give you praise. I came to celebrate your goodness in my life. Lord, I just came to tell you that I've taken notice of your hand. <laughs> Some of you, you've been sleeping around, but, but, but the faithful God preserved you until the day you got saved. And the hospital they check your blood you're negative not because not because you are not fooling around sleeping around but because he's God some of you you should have been in prison you are not in prison today not because you have been a law abiding citizen but because he has been good he has been faithful darkest places we see you upholding us by your right hand They sang when I grew up. They have to. They used to sing this song. Say this for me and my house will serve the Lord. When you go home today, I want you to gather your children and open their eyes to the fingerprints of God. If you wait until the book, the end of the book, in order for you to celebrate the goodness of the Lord, you will miss. The goodness of the Lord every step of the way. The goodness of the Lord is not seen at the end of the book of Esther. It is seen as God is carefully paving the way. Every step of the way is being God and is being faithful. You are not where you want to be, but you are not where you were before. 
and that step that you took is only because of the goodness and the grace of the Lord. Thank you for every person in this place and everyone watching this morning. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done and all that you continue to do. It is evident, it cannot be denied that you are with us and in us. It cannot be denied that the hand of the Lord is leading us. We are grateful. In Jesus' name, let God's people say, Amen. God bless you.